Alex Hyman Hill here with you on the Tuesday morning show, Logan City's 101 FM. We are celebrating the Women's World Cup ahead of the Matildas game tomorrow night. It's a nine at nine. I'm playing all sorts of girl power songs this morning. And on the line right now, we're just going to fade Madonna out because more important than Madonna is Alex Thomas, who's on the line joining us from Sydney ahead of that game tomorrow night, which will decide who we're going to see in the final, England or Australia. Good morning, Alex. Good morning. I want to get a recording. Do you saying I'm more important than Madonna? You are. Well, this morning yes, you I are. Am. Everything is more important. Nothing is more important than the Matildas and talking about soccer this morning. And I'm saying it like because I'm so, I'm so excited and so surprised that the, the whole nation has got behind the Matildas. But I love it. Now England, unfortunately, I've just been reading, are the favourites to win. But the Tillies have the home advantage coming off the back of that epic game last weekend. Surely this is going to be pretty close. I think it's debatable whether England are favourites to win, actually. Oh, and I'll give you the kind of geeky answer. Please do, please. The one. But the geeky one is, um, I get all these kind of emails from sports data and analytics firms, and obviously the bookmakers' odds as well are based on sort of science and data. And actually, Sweden are the new favourites to win the World Cup overall. Ooh. We've almost forgotten there's another semi final. Yeah, of course. So Sweden and Spain play tonight, don't they? Sorry. <laughs> Details, details. No, but it's true because it's all about England-Australia for really obvious reasons, such great history and rivalry between the teams. But um, the, the, the sports data company Grace Notes say that actually it's a real 50-50 game, literally 50-50 game between England and Australia, mainly because although England are higher ranked, this overwhelming home support has clearly played into the increased level of performances of the Matildas have gained momentum, got better and better as the tournament goes on. They really have. Now, would, they are both world-class teams, but England have got that higher ranking. Now, who are they going to meet in the final? Did you say Sweden now? Do you reckon? Yeah, it's either going to be Sweden or Spain, and they play later on Tuesday. Oh. Um, whatever happens, we're going to have a new name on the trophy. None of the former winners have made it this far. Japan got knocked out in the last round. They were the last survivors. And of the four teams that we've got left, Sweden are the only ones even to reach a Women's World Cup final in the past. So we're breaking new ground here. And I think really we've all felt that, haven't we, with just the magical atmosphere that's been created by this Matilda's run. It's really weird being an Englishman Alex in Australia <laughs> right now because putting my non-partisan hat on as a journalist for so many decades, I, I, Australia getting to the final would be the better story Wouldn't because it? it's got crazy enough as it is and we're only at the semi-final stage. If they got to the final or without wanting to jinx it, even win it. I don't know what the limit is. It's, this country's going to go crazy. I know, right? It, it, it is just a, re- a, a very clear representation of how much we love our sport. I heard that you yeah. can't even buy a Matilda's jersey in any of, the, any of the cities at the moment. Everything has gone crazy. Everyone is behind it. it is, there is such an explosion of support. And a few months ago, some people in Brisbane, where a lot of these games have been played, didn't even know it was happening, despite there being posters up everywhere. Of all the World Cups, now you've been to a few World Cups in your time, how does this one compare like with, with the home spirit and what's going on on the ground? It's, I don't think I've seen anything like it. I went to... I've been to... I've been to no Women's World Cups before. I've been to five of the last six Men's World Cups. So Germany were expected to do well on home soil in 2006 but didn't get to the final. And they, it was just an efficient but good tournament. South Africa in 2010 was amazing because South Africans love their football. You had Brazil in 2014. I mean, Brazilians know how crazy they are mm-hmm. about their football. But they had this dreadful semi-final defeat to Germany. They got absolutely thrashed. And all the Brazilian interns with us were in tears. 
And then in Russia in 2018 was, you know, efficient, but, but heart pumping. The Russians did well for a bit. But for Australia as a home nation to get this far, and only the USA have ever done that before as hosts in a Women's World Cup. And as you say, thrown to the mix the fact that Aussies love their sport so much, it's just made it really special. Plus a kind of watershed moment for women's sport and women's football in particular. It's just broken records. It's been history making. And a little quick anecdote is that I love being in Australia because of Rebel Sports. You know, it's like men in DIY stores. You wander around with your eyes gazing <laughs> at, at all the products. And I spoke to someone at the end of June when I first got here. So still quite early on, a few weeks away before the tournament. So, you know, many Matilda jerseys being sold yet? You know, you're having supply problems? She goes, oh, no, there's plenty. It's all fine. And it just shows how quickly things can change oh, when the ball gets rolling. overnight, yes. Now, um, another thing that's changed overnight is the, the names of these players. I think before the tournament, most people could have named Sam Kerr, and that would be about it. But now they yeah. are a whole team of superstars. Who is your Matildas player of the tournament so far? Because we have only seen a little bit of on, on-pitch action from Sam Kerr, but there are so many stars now. Yeah, no, I think Mary Fowler has really stole the headlines and sort of caught the eye. Um, she's 20 years old, but looks like she could be 14 because she's so slight and young looking she does Incredible she looks like she could be my child it's terrifying <laughs> <laughs> it's true but you know she's she's she looks sort of slim and like she'd be breaking half but it's a tough cookie with amazing skill great vision for a pass um everyone's got obsessed with her gloves that she likes to fiddle with during a game and she's just a great personality uh, a real sort of star in the making um but you're right the team's full of them and what's interesting is that more than half of australia's team are either currently playing or have played at some stage in the Women's Super League in England. So what's really interesting is that the media are building this up as like an Ashes-style England-Australia rivalry, and both teams are insisting that they're actually quite good mates. Um, And it's not the same rivalry for them because women's soccer has just developed slightly differently. But I think secretly you always want to beat your best friends, don't you? You do. You want to show them, especially when they come to your house. They've come to your house. (laughs) They're coming to play with your toys. We're going to show them, unfortunately, in England are going to be sent packing. Um, Thank you so much. I'm so looking forward to it. Um, Enjoy tomorrow night and and tonight, of course, as well. Don't forget about that game. We've got to cover that one as well for everyone. But, you know, the the big one is tomorrow night. Alex Thomas, the sports correspondent there in Sydney, ahead of the semi-final tomorrow night between England and Australia. Speak soon. Thank you. Cheers. Listen online via...